This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, you're listening to Day by Day, Fleetwood Mac, Day 5, about their fifth studio album, Future Games, released September of 1971, was recorded in the summer at AdVision Studios in London. First Fleetwood Mac album to include Christine McVie as a full band member, and the first of five Fleetwood Mac albums to feature guitar player Bob Welch who Mick Fleetwood said had a totally different background, R&B sort of jazzy, he brought his personality. That's what Mick Fleetwood had to say about Bob Welch in a 1995 BBC interview. Bob Welch was born in Hollywood, so he's an American joining this British blues band. Um, That will work out much better for them later on when they get another American guitar player into the band. Bob Welch comes from a show business family, Out in Hollywood, his father, Bob Welch Sr., was a producer and screenwriter with Paramount, uh, producing films starring Bob Hope and Bing Crosby, among others. And Bob Welch's mother, Templeton Fox, was a singer and actress who worked with Orson Welles at the Mercury Theater in Chicago and appeared in TV and movies from 1962 to 1979. Bob Welch started out playing clarinet as a kid, but switched to guitar in his early teens. He was accepted to Georgetown University, but instead he moved to Paris, where he planned to attend the Sorbonne. Welch told People magazine in 1979 that in Paris he, quote, mostly smoked hash with bearded guys five years older. He returned to Southern California where he briefly studied French at the University of California. So he came back to America to study French, um, but did not complete his degree. In 1964, he joined an L.A. band called The Seven Souls. They actually lost a battle of the band's competition, where the prize was a contract with Epic Records, and the band that won that competition was Sly and the Family Stone. So then Welch went back to Paris, started a band over there called Head West, later told people that his this second time living in Paris from 69 to 71 was, quote, living on rice and beans and sleeping on the floor. So in 71, he auditioned for Fleetwood Mac in England. Uh, The band had recently lost Jeremy Spencer and were looking for a replacement. And Judy Wong, who was a friend of the band and part-time secretary, 
recommended her high school friend, Bob Welch. So along with the addition of Bob Welch, Christine McVie is, is also becoming a major contributor. So this is a very different band from the band that made that last weird-ass album. So they're moving further away from the blues, closer to a melodic pop sound. But the eventual album they turned into the record label only had seven songs on it, and the label demanded they record another song. So they hastily wrote an eighth song called What a Shame, just to pacify the label. All right, so let's get into future games. It opens with a song by Danny Kerwan called Woman of a Thousand Years, a folky tune with pretty melodies. Kind of goes on and on. It's five and a half minutes long, but it's nice enough. I can I can get with Danny Kerwan most of the time. second song on the album is called Morning Rain, written by Christine McVie, and she takes the band in quite a different direction here with this upbeat boogie rock. Not a great song, and too long. This one is 5 minutes and 38 seconds, but here we have a hint of things to come, so that's interesting. Next is What a Shame, which is literally filler because the label said, we need another song. This album's too short. And they quickly came up with this, which is an instrumental. So I don't know if there is a more literal example of filler than a hastily written instrumental because the label demanded one more song for the album so you know this kind of harkens back to the peter green vibe interesting that the saxophone in this album is played by christine McVie's brother 
who was also named John. But he's John Perfect. All right, side one ends with a Bob Welch song called Future Games. So that's the title track. Eight minutes and 18 seconds. An atmospheric tune, which Bob Welch would re-record for his 1979 solo album, The Other One. It's all right, but eight minutes all right? Yeah. Uh, get a grip, Bob. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. 
As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Flipping the record over, kicks off with a song from Danny Kerwan, 7 minutes and 23 seconds, called Sands of Time. Yeah, we're watching those sands for 7 minutes here. Um, This is a nice song. It doesn't justify being 7 minutes, but it's pleasant to listen to. Plenty of melody, nice production, so I definitely like it. But those sands of time are moving slow when it's 7 minutes and 23 seconds. What the host will send 
Second song on side two, another song from Danny Kerwan called Sometimes. I don't really like this song, but I'm not sure how much of an explanation I can give. It's kind of like a Randy Newman song or something. I just don't like it. Third song on side two by Bob Welch called Lay It All Down. Terrible, jazzy blues. Two words that I do not like separate or together. Uh, This is a truly awful attempt from Welch. This song seriously sucks. All right, the album comes to a close with a corny ballad from Christine McVie called Show Me a Smile. It has its moments, but it's not great. Uh, So the Danny Kerwan songs that kick off each side of this record are listenable, but this is not a good album. Hopefully, the next album will be better. We will find out tomorrow when we talk about Bear trees. It doesn't take much to please me, my little child. Shine me your light from your eyes, dear. Don't let me see a single
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.